good idea doesn't get you nothing. And if we'd hit those, there would have been an explosion. We would have died, obviously. Scholarship should cultivate the virtues. Worry more about, am I searching for what I should be doing next in the world? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Voices of Santa Clara podcast. It's great to be back with you after a couple months of break in the summer. I'm Gavin Cosgrave, your host, and in this episode, I'm just going to lay out a little bit of the plans for this year, as well as fill you in on what was going on over the summer. So I'm now a senior. It's day three of school, and I'm excited to be back at Santa Clara for another year. It feels a little weird to be a senior and have everyone else be uh, be younger than me. I was actually just at the student involvement fair last night, um, tabling for the the podcast and for the the Santa Clara newspaper, which I'm on staff uh, with them. And it, it was fun to see a lot of new faces. And I, I'm just thinking how young everyone looks like. I it's, it's crazy how quickly this time in college is going, but I'm definitely excited to take advantage of all the opportunities Santa Clara has to offer this year. So where have I been? What's been going on this summer? So for the first couple months of summer, I was in India traveling and working as a part of the Global Social Benefit Fellowship through Miller Center for Social Entrepreneurship. So I was with a company called Three Wheels United that makes loans to auto rickshaw drivers, and that helps drivers move from renting to owning their vehicles. And this company is focusing on electric vehicles to both provide livelihoods for drivers and increase their income as well as reduce pollution in Indian cities. So I was based in Bangalore and did a lot of interviewing of drivers, but along with my partner, Rachel Hahn, um, we traveled to, uh, to several different cities, to Chennai on the coast, to a small town called Chitradurga outside of Bangalore, and then spent a few weeks in New Delhi where the company is trying to expand. So I learned so much about myself, had a great time collaborating with Rachel on the project, and it was so inspiring to see um, to see both the Indian culture, the way that people lived lives in different uh, in different settings. You know, India is a huge, huge country. It's only about a quarter. It's only about a third of the size as the U.S., but it has almost four times as many people, about 1.3 billion people. So um, that's a lot of people. But there's just such a huge difference between the north. Uh, We spent some time in this Tibetan uh, Buddhist region in the Himalayan foothills called Dharamshala, and then the south, which is a little more of a... Uh, jungle and palm tree-esque landscape and then there's there's desert in the middle and all sorts of different uh, religions and people groups and it's it's just really beautiful to see um, a different culture that I hadn't experienced before um, as well as feel immersed in India by um, spending time with Three Wheels United employees who helped us translate, as well as speaking with drivers about their their lives and how Three Wheels United could both improve as a company and think about structuring their operations to help them scale into New Delhi. I'll tell one quick little story to give you a picture of the type of work and the type of people we were spending time with. So uh, there was one Saturday towards the end of our time in Bangalore during the last week where Rachel and I got to visit uh, two different drivers and really saw both the the power and the potential uh, downside of a loan 
for um, a vehicle in a auto rickshaw driver's life. So uh, the first driver we visited, he had uh, taken a three wheels United loan for a new um, a new rickshaw about about five years ago. He was one of the first uh, drivers to take a loan, and over the course of uh, about three years, he had paid off his vehicle. He had um, paid it off ahead of schedule, and it was just so clear how how diligently he he worked, uh, paying extra every month to speed up the timeline, and um, it just allowed him to provide for his family and. And it put him in a position now so that uh, he said he didn't have money problems. They were able to send the kids to a private school. And um, it was just a huge, um, a huge improvement in his life that he was able to see because of this uh, loan from Three Wheels United for his, his rickshaw. So that was just one of the biggest success stories we had heard and just shows how um, how loans can be a way to lift a driver out of poverty and see just this, just the benefit from owning a vehicle instead of continually renting it and never uh, never having that asset for for yourself to uh, to generate more income. So that was a really cool and inspiring story that kind of showed the the social impact that Three Wheels United has had on many drivers lives. And then after that, we took a took a break for lunch, um, ate some traditional food of the, uh, the the Bangalore region, and then visited another driver's home. Um, both both houses were were surprisingly nice. They were both uh, apartment style buildings, but actually one of the things that surprised me throughout the time in India was just uh, the quality of the drivers' homes. I think I was expecting. Um, I was expecting a little bit less, and I was surprised by you know all the, although the the apartments were rather small, um, there were some really quality um, homes, and I think that really defied both my um, my expectations of what I expected to see in India, and I think that might be true of of other um, average American people who haven't visited. Um, just imagining um, parts of India to be maybe more poor than they are. It's it's definitely true. There's a lot of poverty in in India. Um, we saw some slum areas, and life is difficult for for many people. But I think any any generalization you make, saying "Oh, India looks like this," people in India are like that. It's it's just going to be wrong, right? You're, you're talking about almost one fifth of the the world's population, and any any generalization about the the income or lifestyle or anything else of of the people there just just probably isn't correct. And the picture is probably so much more. Uh, complex and nuanced than that. So anyway, uh, second second driver's house visit. We visited this Muslim area in the north part of of Bangalore, and uh, and this this driver's story um, unfortunately was was really sad. It was almost the opposite of uh, the first man we met. So uh, this the, this driver had taken a loan for a Three Wheels United vehicle um, and was in the process of paying it off. But about four months ago, he had um, he had gotten injured and had um, back problems and been unable to drive. So that that stalled um, his his income and um, he had to take another loan from a bank. Um, so now Three Wheels United wasn't managing his his loan anymore. But obviously the interest adds up and it's um, it's difficult 
to to pay off a loan if you don't have um, first if, if you don't have an income and second um, he was facing really expensive medication and uh, hospital visits and they were still trying to figure out what was wrong and when he could return to driving and um, he he had a son who who was working and we, we got to meet the the family a little bit but it was it was just really really sad and we didn't really get to the questions that we wanted to ask right they didn't really feel feel relevant about you know how, we, we couldn't ask you know how has three wheels united positively impacted your life because in a way it it hadn't right he had he had taken a loan and he was still stuck in that cycle and now a bank managed it and yeah, so that was that was that was tough to see, right? And that's that, that's a bigger problem too, right? If you're if you're older, you can't work. It's difficult to to support a family uh, if you don't have money saved for retirement. It's difficult to um, pay back any loans, and he had, he had had to take another loan for the medical stuff. So, uh, yeah, that that was just a tough a tough challenge to see and um, kind of know that that although. You know th- this idea of of credit of receiving a loan of the the belief in a future better than yours is now right getting getting a vehicle that you can't fully pay for and then pay it off over time that can help lift someone out of poverty and you might have heard of uh, microfinance loans which are small um, amounts of money given to farmers or other people currently in poverty for small um, investments that can help them increase their income. You know, those can be uh, transformational. But at the same time, having a loan with with interest, if if things don't go your way, if an unexpected event happens, you can get trapped under increasing interest, stuck in debt, and it can just be a a negative cycle that you know that's that's why poverty often often is a cycle right it's it's expensive to be poor if you've taken a loan and the interest is increasing and something unexpected happens and you can't pay it off so in in that one day uh, Rachel and I were really able to see just the the range of um, the the positive and the the negative impact that a loan can have in a driver's life So I loved the uh, the working part of India, the uh, interviewing of drivers, and um, now in the fall class, Rachel and I are making a set of uh, of documents and, and videos that will be used uh, to help Three Wheels United uh, scale. So informing w- which markets are they looking at, what factors are important to look at in a new city when you're thinking about expanding there, and then um, specifically looking at New Delhi as a market uh, that they want to go into, looking at some customer experience recommendations for improving their loan process and then some human resources uh, guidelines to uh, to help them scale as well so those are those are a few of the things we're creating and the the work was definitely one impactful aspect of my time in India but another was on a more personal level just being able to to travel uh, travel often can help you think think about what you value see people living life in a different way um, and I definitely grew because of that and then also I think I grew a lot just by spending so much time with uh with Rachel and you know working traveling having fun the whole whole range of activities right it was it was um just us traveling around for a lot of the time we we, we did um spend a lot of time with the uh, employees who helped us translate from Three Wheels United as well as a couple other global fellows from a different um, Santa Clara program 
but um, in, in a way, spending so much time with her, you know, helped um, helped me learn how to how how to interact with 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 someone on the, on such an intense level, right? But you know, both for safety and for the project, we were spending a ton of time together, and yeah, it was just an incredible experience, and I both learned a lot about myself and about collaboration, and you know, it was you know one of the most fun projects I've, I've ever worked on. And that's fortunately uh, continuing in the next month as we finish up the deliverables. And yeah, so in a, in addition to the, the work, the being in different cities for work enabled a lot of fun, uh, fun side trips. So um, that was another really cool part, right? Seeing some different areas. So, you know, a little vacation town on the coast by, um, by Chennai and a couple um, towns with ruins outside of Bangalore that were uh, really beautiful, as well as the Taj Mahal near New Delhi and the the mountain region near New Delhi, and then these these islands called the the Andaman Islands, which were just one of the most beautiful places I had I had ever been. So, yeah, that that balance of uh, working and traveling, we were able to manage pretty well, and that really just even made the experience more um, personally meaningful and transformational. Yeah, so that was that was India, and then I got back about um, a month ago, a little over a month on August 10th, and um, spent a few days at home. And then a second really enjoyable part of the the fellowship was getting to attend Miller Center's um, in residence conference. So at, at this conference, about. 18 social entrepreneurs from all over the world. Um, they had already been participating in a Miller Center uh, program, just um, online, looking at online curriculum, and then spending time working with experienced Silicon Valley mentors to kind of hone their business strategy and uh, prepare to to scale and raise investment. And then the, the culmination of this program is a week-long conference at Santa Clara that I've been to a couple times in previous years. Um, but th- this was definitely just the most fun um, experience that I, I've had with uh, with Miller Center at Santa Clara. So it, it was great to see other um, other students who are in our program. Um, all the other teams were with uh, companies in Africa. So it was just so fun to exchange stories and um, it really helped people connect on a whole new level after we had all gone through different experiences, but um, of similar flavors. And so that was one fun part of the the conference. And then also just getting to interact and work with those entrepreneurs. So I, I helped out three of the the founders with their their pitch storylines and their uh, PowerPoint slide decks for the final investor showcase. And that was a ton of fun. Also interacting with Miller Center's group of of mentors is just an incredible experience. Such a such cool, uh, smart, wise, um, experienced business leaders from the area and all over the world. So, yeah, that was that was a ton of fun uh, that week. Spent a little bit of time at home, a little bit of time at Santa Clara. Took a week, went to Chicago with my family. Got to experience a beautiful new city that I'd never seen um, before. So that was that was a great time. And then now now we're back back for senior year, and yeah, it feels feels good. It's been fun. 
fun to see friends and dive back into into school. It's a it's a busy time for sure with um, with job search stuff for after college. With the the I'm the opinion editor at the newspaper, um, and then just classes. I have a couple couple computer science classes, and then finishing up the fellowship. And yeah, it's it's going to be a a fun but busy and exciting year. And I'm excited to continue to invest in this podcast. So um, so what are we going to see in this podcast? The upcoming year. Um, got some big plans for Voices of Santa Clara. We have a great lineup of guests for this this quarter. Um, so those will be coming out in the following weeks. It's going to take me a week or two to get up and running again. I might um, rerun a couple previous episodes if you're a new listener to give you some some taste of the the best of this this podcast. But we're going to continue bringing on a, a variety of voices of students and professors and staff. Um, Santa Clara has a lot of exciting things going on. We have a new um, engineering dean and a new engineering building that's actually just shot up this this summer. It's like every every time I would come back, there would be like a whole new story of the uh, the beams and infrastructure for this this new building. So that's that's exciting to uh, to see the construction happening right in front of my eyes. Unfortunately, I'll be long gone by the time they finish, but you know, I'll I'll come back. Um, yeah, and then there's just a lot of a lot of new people. I, I keep meeting um, incredible people. Like just just last night, met some of the folks over at the Santa Clara's radio station KSCU, um, and so we'll be doing some collaboration with them. Um, you might see something related to the the newspaper as well as yeah, just a variety of of new guests. So I'm excited for that. And another one of my goals this year is to make the podcast uh, sustainable and live on. So I'll be uh, working with some some friends and new students to have that continue and yeah i'm excited to just make this a integral part of the the santa clara media uh, community and to keep bringing um, listeners like you stories of just the broad range of uh, fascinating uh, people who are doing incredible things and you know sometimes those people are hiding in their unique little corners so so finding them is part of the the fun but even in just the first three days of school i've met several amazing people that i'd love to have on the show so it's gonna be a gonna be a fun year i'm excited you're along for the journey uh, share this podcast with your friends we're always looking for new listeners i'm excited to have a new class of students at santa clara and uh i, I was at the involvement fair y- yesterday and someone you know saw the sign and was like oh oh it's a it's a podcast great like where are all the other podcasts and i was thinking the other ones like i don't, I don't know are there other podcasts but it was it was funny to me that it was almost expected that there would be a podcast at santa clara right and um a couple years ago there there wasn't but i'm i'm excited to try to make voices of santa clara the podcast that helps connect the community and expose people to new voices and ultimately help help students follow their path, find opportunities, help alumni reconnect, help um, other community members just feel engaged with the uh, the campus life because it's, it's a great place and I'm really thankful to be a part of it. So thanks for joining me for the journey. Stay tuned in the next couple weeks for some new episodes and great to talk with you. Have a nice day and I'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. You can subscribe to Voices of Santa Clara on the iTunes podcast app. You can visit VoicesOfSantaClara.com for interview transcripts, and you can like the Facebook page. Special thanks to Miles Elliott for the music. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day.